Welcome to Grab Life Big. Grab Life Big. The exclusive podcast for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic life. Or as a few of us say, badass rich guys who do epic shit. And now, your host, Pat Hybin. What's up, guys? Let's go over the event schedule here first. I got the Fambundant Solar Eclipse Adventure, August 17th to 22nd. Special guest, Caleb Maddox. He's an incredible 15-year-old. He's got a massive, massive YouTube following. If your kids are not following Caleb Maddox, they need to. He will be there with his father. He is an incredible guy. Also, I got uh, the Tribal Gathering in Austin, Texas. Just announced Tucker Max. Uh, he wrote a couple books. One is Assholes Finish First and Hope They Serve Beer in Hell. Not necessarily the role model that uh, we want all you guys to follow. But, you know, you either love him or hate him. If you hate him, uh, maybe because he probably gave you or your spouse some sort of venereal disease. Allegedly, uh, he has uh, thrown away his behaviors and he is now a serious businessman and family man and you have an ability to talk to him in an intimate setting i uh, get to know him he's got this company book in a box where he's creating books for people now that can sell a ton and for all the controversy that he did cause he sold a ton probably an incredible amount of books an incredible amount of books his first book was on new york times bestseller list like a very very long time so that is going to be happening then and then we got the couples trip again you know might be one spot there reach out to melanie and find out out about that and we got south africa probably a spot or two if anybody you know is interested depending on if this lodge we're staying at is full or not but uh, you can reach out to melanie about that that is going to be a crazy crazy trip we got 15 gobros already signed up for 10 days in south africa amazing and then, of course, our winter adventure in Steamboat Springs, Colorado. Yeah, we got the Fan Bundits families January 13th to 16th. And then we got the Go Bundits Brothers. That's you, January 16th through 19th. And uh, we are definitely limiting this to 100 people. So definitely uh, get your deposit in now. Only costs a grand to put your deposit in. We are working on uh, a killer speaker list. You know, by the names again, if everybody likes Tucker. Garrett Gunderson is speaking, who wrote Killing Sacred Cows and has an incredible company, The Wealth Factory. He's all about money and making money and saving money, investing money. And, of course, our boy Hal Elrod hopefully will be there, uh, dependent on upon how he's recovering. But he will be in Austin, too, by the way. So, you know, if you want to check out Hal, that's where he lives. So he should be there at the summer event there. Another reason to go to Austin. But we need... A group. We're putting together a group, and we want it to be Go Bros. We don't want it to be elders. We want it to be Go Bros because you guys understand. You know, oh, I didn't like that speaker last time, or I didn't like the way you guys did this, or this thing seemed like a waste of time. We really want your input. So we're looking at almost up to ten Go Bros, and the benefit is, you know, you get to help create our January event. And because there's 10 people, it's not like, you know, we're going to like stick you with a massive amount of work. We're just looking for your input and your creativity and your help a little bit and helping us put this whole thing together. And we want a lot of different opinions. So if you want to be somebody, one of maybe 10 or so people 
that helps plan the Steamboat event, please reach out to Melanie, melanie at GoBundance.com. And yeah, so anyways, we're already starting to work on some incredible trips for uh, 2018. And definitely you want to get your uh, bucket list items checked if you haven't already for 2017 because there's amazing things there. And one more thing, guys, please go to the Facebook page and just in the search bar, just type in Pillar Killer. Or if you look to the top, it's saved to the top and fill out the form that we have for Pillar Killers. And what a Pillar Killer is, is, you know, someone in the tribe, there's 130 members now. Of the members that you know, who is a person that represents our six pillars? Age-defying health, boom, there's a guy in my head I think of already. You know, think of like an older dude that looks like a 20-year-old. Or think of just someone who is like daily doing what's right to live forever. Extreme accountability, boom, who called you out on something recently? Nominate them, right? Easy, genuine contribution. Who's out there giving back? Who's making a difference? Who's making the world a better place? bucket list adventure you know who's out there getting the goods as timmy road would say who's out there having fun right doing memorable stuff taking pictures that if they died they would hang them up at their funeral around the coffin here's me on cager bolton rock here's me at the top of kilimanjaro who's doing these bucket list pictures right horizontal income you don't want to nominate someone for horizontal income if if their ratio is 10 percent you know whose horizontal income pays their bills plus 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 and authentic relationships who's you know who has an envious marriage really who has an envious marriage which one of the go bros is having the most sex right? or which one of the go bros is getting the, the deepest relationships with people has the most friends is an incredible patriarch that's a good one who's the best patriarch right for their family who thinks like a patriarch as we all should be thinking like patriarchs nominate that person but here's the killer guys you can't nominate an elder elders don't count right because everybody knows the elder so they're top of mind and it's too easy to nominate an elder so no elders please no pat tim david rock mark or mike zip that's it pick there's 124 others to pick from just scroll through your facebook friends nominate six killer pillars or at least just go in and nominate one or two i don't care and also if you're tied if you're like man this guy is is hyper focused on horizontal and this guy's hyper focused you can nominate them both it does allow you to nominate more than one person for for one category so go and do it please results to come in the future it's a fun thing so please do it thank you that's it for now guys grab life big brothers grab life big Glad you were home. I'm always home. I'm uncool. Me too. You're doing great. The only true currency in this bankrupt world is what you share with someone else when you're uncool. Is that my advice to you? And I know you think these guys are your friends. If you want to be a true friend to them, be honest and unmerciful. life big all right go abundance brothers welcome to the gobro room i have a guest today another one of our austin texas originals mr anthony azar i say that right anthony 
Yes, sir. Perfect. Long A there on the show. But anyways, Anthony, welcome to Grab Life Big. Why don't you start off with giving everybody a little rundown on who you are, like a five-minute bio from the day you were born till today. Okay. Very good. I'll do my best. Uh, I'm born and raised in El Paso, Texas, raised in a very traditional household. Uh, Dad was the breadwinner. Mom raised the kids. Family of five. I'm the youngest of five. I grew up in a business family, an entrepreneurial family. Our our family business, primary family business, was a company called Azar Nut Company. And uh, at its peak, Azar Nut Company processed and sold 75 million pounds of nut meat products a year. It It was a big nut company. As nut companies go, that's pretty big. We sold that business. My dad and uh, his twin brother sold that business in uh, in the late 80s when I was graduating from, from college. Um, I, I did work every summer since I was about 12 years old, mowing lawns and working in the nut business in the on the blue-collar side of the nut business, maintenance and quality control and running machines and that kind of stuff. So I had to figure out what I wanted to do when I graduated from uh, SMU in 1987 with a finance degree. I uh, went to uh, Houston, Texas, and I became a commercial lender for Texas Commerce Bank, which is now Chase, part of Chase, in Houston. I, um, in late 1989, I started my own business back in El Paso, Texas, and, and Juarez, Mexico, called Bortec. Uh, it was a contract manufacturer for multinationals doing electromechanical and mechanical assembly, light assembly primarily. Um, at, its, at our peak, when we sold the business, we had about 2,500 employees in country, in, in the country of Mexico, doing work for multinationals who were actually bringing um, work back to North America, like Thompson Consumer Electronics and Ingersoll Rand and companies like that. From there, I got into some merger and acquisition work and private equity work with a family out of the uh, Minnesota area by the name of uh, Polad. Mr. Polad is a self-made billionaire in the financial services industry, and he taught me a lot about financial services. I had uh, at that time three young children at home with my wife, and uh, I was doing a lot of traveling, and I decided I needed to settle down and find a business I could just work day in and day out without having to get on an airplane. So I searched for a financial service business I could afford and I found one in Tucson, Arizona. It was a real estate company. And uh, I bought into the vision that a real estate company could be a financial service company. I did that in 02. And by 2007, I was the Absolutely the smartest guy I'd ever met was making money in the mortgage and title and insurance business and the brokerage business. And by the end of 2007, I was the dumbest guy I'd ever met. Um, I had pretty much lost most of my net worth in businesses in, in the downturn. You had your own, you had a, uh, your own real estate company, your own mortgage company, your own title company? They were joint ventures, but uh, okay. the title survived and the real estate company survived uh, I, I wrote checks <laughs> me me and some partners wrote checks for fifty thousand dollars a month to keep it afloat for a while but yeah 
that is what is today, you know, all these years later, Keller Williams offices in Southern Arizona. So, okay, so let me get this straight. So you had a, a real estate company. What was the real estate company called? Uh, at that time, it was, a, it was a, a realty execs franchise. Okay. And how many offices did you have? I had 12 offices at that time. 12 realty executive offices. Okay. And wh- how much money were you profiting from, you know, the realty executives, mortgage title, commissions for sales, things like that? Oh, boy. You know, I have a hard time putting a number to all those things combined, but I, I would I would estimate it around a couple million a year. Right. Okay. And then it all changed really fast. Really fast. <laughs> and then you got tired of writing the checks, and, and did you shut them all down, or where are they? Like, what's left? So the, the the company I converted uh, the real estate company to a Keller Williams in 2010. All twelve case. of them. Today we only have four offices. Four. Much better. Okay. Keller Williams is a much better model. Uh, they taught me how to actually run a profitable business in, in all markets, and uh, so have about 400 agents in uh, in in two market centers with two business centers in Southern Arizona, and uh, still in the title business. Our title business is very successful in partnership with some of our competition there, but everybody's making money. I think everybody's happy. Not in the mortgage business anymore and, uh, and not in the insurance business there in, in Southern Arizona any longer. Okay. All right. Fascinating. Well, that's, you know, you got your head kicked in and you hung in there and now you're back, right? I'm back. <laughs> so what is your net worth today? I, I estimate my net worth uh, a little north of five million. Okay, and what is your horizontal income? Five hundred twenty-five thousand. Okay, and what are your monthly expenses personally? Personal monthly expenses is that include taxes or not? Taxes? Yeah, without taxes. Without taxes. Yeah. With two kids uh, in college. And everything else, about thirty thousand a month. All right, cool. So you're way more than a hundred percent, or you're about a hundred and seventy percent, or so we would call it. Yeah, with taxes, I think I'm just treading water. Yeah, yeah, but with, you know, but yeah, but we don't taxes is kind of well, I guess you're gross, but yeah, interesting. Okay, all right. So, are you investing today? Uh, I'm doing some investing today. I I, uh, I have a, a property and casualty insurance agency in San Antonio, Texas, that I've invested quite a bit in, and uh, glad to say that's profitable now. And I'm going to be uh, buying a, a little bit of a percentage that's available, uh, additional percentage in the title business that I'm in in Southern Arizona. So, doing a little bit of investing, not not heavy investing at the moment. Okay. Okay, very good. All right, so what's your life happiness index? Uh, six. Mm. What is low on it? What's the lowest category? Uh, all the fun categories. <laughs> adventure, <laughs> adventure, travel, risk, excitement are very, very low. They're almost, almost non-existent. Okay, and is that by design or is, it, uh, is that something that you want to increase? Oh, I, I is something I absolutely would like to increase, Pat. And I, I need the, the help of GoBundance to do it. Sounds like you guys do that naturally. 
Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, we've got plenty of trips out there that you're welcome to tap into. And so hopefully you will take advantage of that. I will indeed. Good. Okay. So what of the pillars, right? We have, we have six pillars, right? We have age defying health, extreme accountability, right? We have uh, horizontal income, genuine contribution, bucket list adventures, and relationships. Which one would you say you're the best at? Well, I guess relatively speaking, which one would family fall into? Uh, that, yeah, that would be relationships. Yeah, I'd say I'd say that's been a priority of mine, uh, mm. and, and consequently, it's it's probably uh, the strongest one I I'm in. Okay, all right, and and so, what are your best practices in that? You know, I wish I, I had a secret sauce. I, it's easy to say no to almost everything else because I have so much clarity around my family focus. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be an empty nester. Uh, my wife and I are going to be empty nesters here at the uh, end of this summer. And so uh, definitely having to find another gear because uh, <laughs> the, the, the parenting, the heavy parenting aspect of our lives is, is about to change. Yeah, yeah, I just went through that myself. So it's, uh, it's, it's a change, but it's fun. I mean, we've been having fun for sure. Great. How old are your kids? 21 and 22. Got it. Okay. I have 23, 20, and uh, 18. That's awesome. All three boys? All three boys. Yeah. So what brings Anthony joy? You know, same thing. Adventures with family, uh, time away from, you know, we, a trip with, with, with the boys and, and Paula. Right. So what's the best uh, vacation you've ever taken? Uh, you know, in, in summer of 14, we took a uh, European vacation, um, Spain, France, Ireland, and Denmark, and that was, uh, that was great. How and, long was that? Uh, it was a little over two weeks. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we did something similar. Spain, Italy, France, Turkey, and Greece. Wow. Yeah. And both are yeah, that's a cool way to do it. Europe with kids, I mean, or teenagers, they really appreciate it, you know. I, I could have done that trip 50 cents on the dollar today, but um, <laughs> it, nonetheless, it was uh, it was worth every penny. Yep, absolutely. What do you think you spent on it? About 40. 40, yeah, man. Okay, cool. Well, that was well worth it. I'm, I'm a big believer. I just spent 55 on an Australia-New Zealand one with our family, and I spent about 50 on a China one. And I know David just went to South Africa with his family. He spent 65. So it's almost a competition, you know, as to, you know. I hope to lose that competition. <laughs> well, or not, you know what I mean? I mean, just imagine what you could build with a $100,000 vacation. You know, that should be a goal of everybody's, right? Absolutely. That's true. All right, cool. So let's talk about health a little bit. How much do you weigh? 205. Okay. What do you, what do you want to weigh? 195. Okay. So you got 10 pounds there. And do you have an exercise routine? I do. I, uh, I, I, I go to the gym four to five times and do a combination of aerobics and weightlifting. And, uh, and then I walk. We walk our dogs seven days a week. So it's about, you know, 45 minutes to an hour of walking plus, uh, plus the gym. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, how many dogs you got? Two. Okay. Yeah, very good, very good. All right, so I'm going to ask you 
this question and I need you to answer it in the first person, which means you're not talking to me. You're talking to whoever you decide to call. Okay. I'm going to ask you to make a phone call, an imaginary phone call. Okay. Okay. All right. So Anthony, so you are in a plane and you see smoke coming out from the wings and the pilot says brace for impact. The guy next, you starts screaming you see a phone, you pick it up, you make a call, you have 30 seconds before the phone disconnects, go. I call my wife, Paula. I say, Paula, I just want you to know that um, your best thing that happened to me, and you may be a much better man. Uh, please tell the boys that I'm proud of them, I love them. Please call my brother and sisters and mom, tell them, uh, tell them the same, and uh, we'll see them soon. There you go. See you at the crossroads. See you on the other side. If, yeah. I, if, I had, if I had another 30 seconds, I'd say, please make sure to tell the boys to marry carefully, to marry wives that feel strongly about family. Mm. That's a good one. All right, so let's talk about Anthony's greatest hits. Uh, every musician, once they reach a certain status, has a greatest hits album. I like to say people also have greatest hits albums. If Anthony Azar had a greatest hits album with five greatest hits, what would your five greatest hits be? And and you can't use up three with each kid's birth. You can say maybe the birth of my kid. I'll give you kids. I'll give you one. But then you got to uh -oh. come up with four more. So what would you? What were the five moments of your life that you would categorize as your greatest hits, Anthony? Would it be fair to say greatest hits would also be defining moments? Yes. Okay. So I'll have to come up with two pretty quick. <laughs> Marrying Paula would be number one. Of course, the birth of my kids would be two. And you know, I think for every reason that every parent out there knows, it's, it's one of those uh, eye-opening moments where um, your perspective on life completely changes. And... Uh, the death of my dad uh, was uh, would, would be would be three, for sure. That was certainly a defining moment in terms of strong signal that I'm on my own. Time to make sure I, I show him I was I was listening and paying attention and appreciative of, of his gifts. The other two, I you know I'd have to say starting my first business, the one I mentioned in Mexico, and starting and building a business when I was twenty three years old, building it up and selling it. That was definitely uh, a, a thing that changed my perspective about what I was capable of. Pat, number five, I guess it's yet to be written. Well, that leads us into the next question, which is your future greatest hits. What sort of bucket list uh, greatest hits do you foresee in your future? Well, I, I uh, would definitely like to to travel the U.S. in a in a sprinter for a year with Paula and the dogs, and uh, just see the U.S. and take it slow. Taking a scuba trip, getting certified with my sons, um, live in Europe for a year, become conversationally fluent in Spanish, which I once was, would like to become again. And if you, if you give me you give me one on the outside, I'd say I'd, I'd like to get back into tennis and uh, and win a golden ball. And a golden ball in, in tennis, if you're not a tennis player, is winning the 
U.S. amateurs in your age group nationally. That's awesome. The golden tennis ball. The golden tennis ball. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, those are good ones. I like that. I like uh, uh, Europe for a year. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. We're, we've always talked about doing it, and uh, it's it's on our it's on our horizon. You know, that's pretty cool because a year. You know, I hear a lot of people say a month, and I've heard some people say six months, but I haven't heard someone say a year. But a year, I mean, I can only imagine what you can accomplish and where you could go and what you could do. You know? Yeah, yeah. Really taking it in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, well, let's do this, Anthony. We're going to wrap this up with a spin of the GoBundance phone app. One of the questions, are you ready? Yes, sir. Okay, Anthony Azar. What expectations are you ready to release? What expectations am I ready to release? Would it be fair to say another way of, of, uh, of, of asking that question would be is um, what preconceived notions do I have that are, might be holding me back? Yes. Well, that I'm too old to start something big, exciting, and new. Mm, yeah, I can understand that. You know, it's funny. I just watched The Founder. The new movie out with Michael Keaton. He plays Ray Kroc from McDonald's. Oh, yeah. And it's a really good movie. And I was astonished to find that Ray Kroc did not uh, meet the McDonald brothers until he was 52 years old. Awesome. And then he built all of that, right? You know, McDonald's to what it is uh, starting at 52. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah. Anyways, uh, very good. Well, Anthony, listen, this has been fun. Uh, definitely appreciate you coming on and sharing. And I hope to see you at uh, a GoBundance bucket list adventure soon, especially now since you're going to have you're going to be an empty nester. You have no excuse. I look forward to it, Pat. Thank you for your time. All right, brother. Grab life big.